enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you. And today I want to share a couple of really moving stories about dogs, their loyalty and their faith in their human families. We've just put out our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Life Lessons from the Dog. And I'm so excited about the stories in this book that I'm actually planning to share more than 20 of them with you over the next few months. So today's stories are about dogs who are so trusting and sweet that it's almost heartbreaking. It definitely makes you feel very protective about dogs. And that fits with one of the major themes in our book because such a high percentage of the dogs in this book are rescues. We're actually supporting rescues with proceeds from the book as well, with royalties going to American Humane for their work with shelters and also their rescue of pets from natural disasters such as hurricanes and wildfires. So let me start by sharing the story of a very faithful beagle. Elizabeth DeLisi tells us that when she was five years old, her mother decided it was time to get a dog. The family went to the local pound where they found a beagle who had been hit by a car. His back left leg was badly broken, and he was clearly in terrible pain dragging it around behind him. Unfortunately, the dog warden had no intention of getting medical care for the dog, but wanted to adopt the beagle himself for hunting. Somehow he thought that injured leg would heal itself. Elizabeth's mom did what moms do, and she found that guy's boss and she forced the pound to give her the dog, who she then took to the vet, and the vet managed to save the dog. He would always have a limp, but he would be fine. That beagle became a faithful friend and really the shadow for Elizabeth's mother. He was devoted to her, and he would howl whenever she wasn't home. When the family went on summer road trips, Cleo the beagle went along. He was really good. When they got to a rest stop, They just opened the car door, and he went out and did his business and then hopped back into the car. So one summer, as they drove cross-country, they stopped at a gas station, and everyone, including Cleo, had a bathroom break. It had started to rain, so everyone rushed out and then back into the car, and they hit the road again. But several hours later, Elizabeth's mother suddenly realized the dog hadn't got back into the car. He was such a quiet traveler that they hadn't even noticed he was missing. This was before cell phones, so the only way to try and find the dog was to find a phone booth. But they couldn't find a phone booth. They eventually went to somebody's house and just asked if they could use the phone. They called the gas station, but it had closed for the day. So they turned the car around, and they drove several hours back to the gas station with Elizabeth and her sister sobbing in the back seat. When they got back to the gas station, it was dark and the rain was still pouring down. As they pulled into the gas station, their headlights illuminated two eyes. There sat Cleo in front of the dark, locked gas station. He was soaking wet, with water dripping off his long beagle ears. He was faithfully waiting for their return. They wrapped that cold, wet beagle in a sweater and they showered him with love and kisses. They kept telling him what a good dog he was for waiting right where they had left him instead of wandering off. There was a woman at the adjacent campground who said she had tried to lure him away to get him out of the rain, but he wouldn't budge. Cleo had faith. He knew his family would come back for him. 
So Cleo the Beagle never lost his faith in his humans. And Andrea Peebles tells us about her Pekingese mix, Prissy. Prissy was that rare dog who had absolutely no sense of direction. That dog literally could not find her way home from the mailbox at the end of their driveway. Andrea says they spent half their time hunting for Prissy. They live on 26 acres in a rural community in northwest Georgia, and Prissy liked to explore. Consequently, it became an almost weekly ritual to look for her somewhere in their far-flung community. They rescued her from a boot camp for troubled teens, a neighbor's house six miles away, a neighboring farm where she was being chased by two 800-pound mules, and even once from 50 feet up an oak tree, she had gotten there by chasing a squirrel up a fallen pine tree that was leaning against the oak tree that she ended up getting stuck in. Prissy was smart, but she never paid attention to where she was going. She would just put her nose to the ground and start following a squirrel, a rabbit, a stray cat. When she finished her mission, she would have no idea how she got wherever she ended up. After a while, most of the close neighbors knew her. She would go to their doors and cry, and then they would call her family to come and get her. If the Peebles weren't home, the neighbors would just put Prissy in their cars and drop her off. So that dog developed faith that she would always be rescued. One day, though, she had been missing for about 14 hours, and no one had called about her. So the Peebles drove farther from home, several miles away. And suddenly, Andrea saw something black in the middle of the road. It was still a quarter mile away, but she was worried. What if it was Prissy lying in the middle of the road after being hit by a car? What if she was dead? This was a road with a 55-mile-per-hour speed limit. So Andrea was right to be terrified. And as they got closer, they could see it was definitely Prissy, right on the yellow line with traffic whizzing by on both sides. Andrea started to cry because Prissy must be dead or injured. But when they pulled up next to her and Andrea opened the door to jump out and lift up her mangled dog, Prissy hopped right into the car. She was fine although she somehow managed to get an exasperated look on her little dog face, as if she was saying, What on earth has taken you so long? I have been sitting here for hours. Andrea says she simply had an unwavering faith and trust in what she knew to be true. Every time she couldn't find her way home, we would magically show up in the car. Of course, she had no clue that people were calling us and telling us where to find her. I suppose after hours of us not coming... She decided to go where the cars were and just sit down and wait. I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Let your friends and family know about it if you're enjoying it. And if you have family members who don't know about podcasts, show them how to get them on their phones or computers. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Life Lessons from the Dog, please go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there, and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about it. And you'll find the book wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And come back for our next episode to hear a couple more stories about best friends. But this time, it's not about dogs. Instead, it's about when mothers and grown daughters become the best of friends.